Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Lovely Writer Episode 8, Peeps. Yes, this came out on Wednesday, and yes, it's Friday. And yes, I did watch it on Wednesday, but no, I didn't get the reviews until Friday, and I'm sorry. But in this episode of Lovely Writer, I think this is, in my opinion, the best episode so far hands down. This series is really shaping up in the final episodes. I think we have 12 episodes so far that we're going to have for this series. And I'd have to say that episode 7 and 8 really helped me reframe my opinion of this series because the first episodes, let's face it, kind of sucked brick. But anyway, at least compared to the higher quality BLs that Anna's used to, it really, really sucked brick. But episode 8 is basically about Thubsib and Jean coming to an understanding about one another. I really like this episode because I think it really brings to light how cool a person Gene is when he's comfortable with himself and comfortable with other people. Um, in this episode, Gene basically sits down with Nubsib and says, you know, Nubsib, what you did was wrong. Now, I'm not saying we cannot consider a relationship. I'm simply saying what you did was wrong. So I'm going to give you the opportunity for us both to start over. Um, in this episode, Nubsib stays with Gene at his at Gene's grandfather's garden mansion. And they spend a couple days together there. Nothing happens romantically. They just, I mean, basically nothing happens romantically. They just spend time together at the cottage. Mainly, Gene sleeps when he's not writing, and Nubsib holds him to the bed to, you know, conk out, and then Gene wakes up and realizes that Nubsib has left the house and it's after dark, so he runs out, totally freaked out because he doesn't think Gene sh uh, Nubsib should be out after dark. My goodness, it's after dark. And Nubsib's sitting there going, I just went out, Gene, to put some things in the trunk and to talk with um, your, your brother chap. And so, oh, actually, no, he was talking to Tomb that time. And Tomb's basically saying, you know, you should really be grateful that Gene is a nice person because most people, if they found out what you did, would not be as nice as Gene is being. And he's like, you, you take care of Gene. Okay. And Nubs is like, I will. I mean, if there's one thing I think Nubs is good at, it's if, he decides to be with someone, he's going to do his very best to take care of that person um, indefinitely. He kind of reminds me of a dog. I, no offense. Maybe there's, that's the reason they gave him a dog apron. I don't know. But anyway, he does remind me of a dog, kind of like a mix of a Labrador and Retriever kind of type. Anyway, but moving on. Gene comes out and says, Nubsib, what are you doing outside? It's dark. And Nubsib's like, Gene, I'm fine outside. And he says, how did I get from the sofa to the bed? And Nubsib said, well, I carried you from the sofa to the bed because you were conked. And so it's at this point that Nubsib and Gene go out to eat dinner at an open market. And Nubsib says, why don't you just order me dinner, Gene? And he says, okay, I will order you dinner. And so Gene orders Nubsib vermicelli that's special. And he also orders himself some food as well. And Nubsib seems kind of grumpy. And he says, Nubsib, what's the problem? I just ordered you food. Why are you grumpy? And he says, you call me your brother. And he says, well, you're younger than me. So I'm going to call you my brother. And this is a Thai thing. If someone is younger than them, they typically call them my brother, which is usually like, um, 
P for if you're older, and it looks like to me Nong if you're younger. So anyway, um, he is upset because he does not want to be called his brother. And he says, well, I'm going to call you my brother because you are younger than me. And Nozu is like, well, you could call me your boyfriend. And if you keep calling me your brother, I'm going to kiss you out here in this open market, and we'll see how you like that. And so they end up in this little altercation, and this older woman who runs the market has come and drops over the plates, basically gets a picture with Nubsib and says, Jean, you need to quit flirting with your boyfriend. He's a very nice person. And Jean's like, I'm dying here. We're not even a couple yet. And I'm dying here. And this woman is, yeah. Anyway, so basically Jean's having this moment. And you know, I don't know what there is about Jean, but there's a part of me that unfortunately really sympathizes with certain aspects of Jean. I mean, I don't know. I, it's not a good thing, probably. But anyway, Nubsu's sitting there, Jean's sitting there, and it's a very funny situation. And Anna's got to go back to work because my lunch break is done. But I will be back with part two of this podcast later, peeps. Bye. And Anna is back after her job was done for the day yay but anyway so we are back with Dubsib and Gene dying at the market because he does not like that Dubsib is teasing him about kissing him in public this is not a good thing so anyway they finish up at the market and then you have the scene with Nubsib and Jean, because they're sharing a bed. I think there's only one bedroom in the um, grandfather's mansion. They're not sharing a bed in a romantic sense of the word. They just don't have a place other than the sofa to sleep, and so they're both sharing the bed. So anyway, but there is this moment between Jean and Nubsib, which I really, really liked as a viewer, because basically... Jean and Nubsib are talking about what's really going on in their lives. The The filters are off. They're just being completely honest. And Nubsib tells Jean right there off the bat in this scene that he ended up going to America after Jean left with his brother Jap to go move away from their family home when he was about probably... I think Jean was probably about 12, 13, and Nubsib would have been eight years old when Jean left. This must be some kind of very wealthy families in Thailand kind of thing, but Jean's, um, no, excuse me, Nubsib's dad shipped Nubsib at eight years old and his brother, who was about the same age of Jean, so about 12 years old, over to America to study right after Jean left. So we have Nubsib who lost Jean, who was basically an integral part of his life as a child at eight years old. And then he's immediately uprooted from his already dysfunctional family. And he's taken over to America. And basically Nubsib tells Jean that the main reason that he wanted to be with Jean is he said, you know, I couldn't figure out when I was in America. He said it was four and it was difficult because I didn't speak the language. It was unfamiliar. I didn't have people, you know, I could relate to very well. And Jean says, well, didn't you ever have a relationship over there? And he said, yes, I had a relationship when I was in the States, but I knew that it wasn't the one. He said, I knew that there was something missing because I'd known it ever since I was a kid, you know, when everything changed. I knew something was missing. I couldn't put my finger on what it was. I just knew something was missing. And he said, and then I happened to be given a picture of you in your school uniform, which you looked so cute in. And I'm going, this is so funny. But anyway, 
And and I knew at that point that you were what I was missing, Jean. And so I talked my dad into shipping me back over here for my college. And I decided to try to get in touch with Jap, who helped me connect with you. And that's how we ended up here. And I love how Nubsib is, you know, everyone, I hate how in the um, description for this series on WeTV, they say that, that Nubsib is a wolf in sheep's clothing. And really, I don't know who wrote the description because I'm not even, I mean, even in the episodes, which I really didn't like, I mean, and there were a lot of them. I mean, one through six really sucked of this series, in honest personal opinion. But I would never call Jean a wolf in sheep's clothing. I would say that Jean omitted certain parts of the truth, which he probably should have declared. But I still wouldn't say he lied. And the thing I think that's really cool about Nubsib, not Jean, I'm sorry, Nubsib is the one who I'm talking about, not Jean, folks. But anyway... It's late in the day. I'm not completely all on the up and up. But anyway, so, but the thing that I do like about Nubsib is when he does talk to someone once everything is found out, he doesn't pull any punches. He's like completely honest about it. And most people aren't honest about things that involve vulnerability. I mean, sitting there and telling the person that you want to be with that, you have wanted to be with them since you were eight years old and that you have crossed the ocean to be with them and that's the way things are, that would take a great deal of either great courage or insane stupidity, one of the two. And I think with this this coupling, if you will, I think the interesting thing is this scene in the bed in particular is what I think kind of made this episode because Jean is listening to Nubsib and he's like okay this is what's going on with Nubsib and it's at this point that Jean's able to kind of put his walls down and basically say you know I missed you too Nubsib and you've reminded me of things that I forgot from our childhood which basically helped me be who I am today and I really like this scene between the two of them not because of anything romantical at all, but because of the way that they figure out how to relate to one another. Because to me, I don't mean it weird, the best relationships I've ever seen are ones which I wouldn't really say are categorized by, you know, great romance or passion or any of that. It's really people who are extremely good friends and know each other really well. And I think that's one reason that I gravitate toward BL drama in particular is because, yeah, okay, there are some passionate moments, but overall, I would say the ones that I like the best are the ones that really are about people who are good together because they have a camaraderie. They have common interests, common goals, common dreams. It's like I was talking with someone recently and they were like, I don't remember. It was a discussion we were having about, you know, how people get together. And I said, well, you know, to me, it's not really about people getting together because, you know, they have to go on the date. I mean, to me, it's always like it takes a great deal of courage to sit there and go, I'm willing to go on a date with this person because I think that I will be able to support their goals and they'll be able to support my goals. I mean, that's a lot to put on people. I mean, no offense. Most people don't sit there and go, you know, as Anna does, you know, 
you got these goals, I've got these goals. Will our goals mesh? Will, you know, I bother you because my goals don't align with your goals and therefore you're going to have to put some of your goals aside and I'm going to have to put some of my goals aside. And is that going to work in today's modern day and age? I mean, these are good questions that I think a lot of people kind of brush under the rug because they're too busy thinking about, you know, I just got to go on a date. But I think that the one thing I like about BL drama is they don't brush these things under the rug. In fact, in many cases, the whole point of the storyline is how people realize that they do share common goals and interests, and that's why they do end up together in the end. This scene ends with Nubsub sitting there and going, can I, can I give you a kiss, Jean? And I really like, I mean, I'm not really, as many of you know, I do not like cringeworthy romantic moments. But anyway, I did like this scene because I love how Nub, how Jean sits there and goes, and he's like, uh, I don't know about this. But then he sits there and he pauses and he goes, yeah, this is okay. And I love how Jean will retract the walls and let people know how he feels safe if he trusts them. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that develops in the storyline, how not necessarily Nubsib becomes more who he is, because no offense, Nubsib is Nubsib. Nubsib has been the same since he was like eight years old. Very territorial, very like, I have set my sights on this, this is what I'm going for, and very, I'm going to protect this for dear life. Jean I think it's going to be interesting to see how he turns out in the story because he's developing as a character very differently than I thought he would. He has developing a bit of courage, a bit of, you know, ability to sit there and go, I think this is okay. And I think it's interesting to see what happens when people are vulnerable because when they're vulnerable, they're oftentimes able to be more courageous. And as they end up going back into Bangkok, um, Jean tells Nubsib he cannot stay with him. He helps him pack up his stuff. He gets him to his vehicle and says goodbye. And then he says, and Nubsib, I want my key back. And Nubsib's like, oh, darn, you remembered I had the key. I was hoping you would forget so that I can, you know, come back to visit without having to ask you to open the door. And Jean's like, no, I didn't forget. You're going to give me the key. And so basically, Nubsib gives him the key, and then Jean goes back up to his apartment, and he realizes that it's quiet in his apartment. And he ends up sitting there by his sofa for a little bit, just going, I don't have someone making me toast anymore with jam. And I'm quiet now. We don't have anyone to visit with. And I don't like living alone now that I've lived with someone. This is difficult. And then Jean decides to call Nubsib. And I don't know why, but when I was watching this, I'm going, Nubsib is living right next to Jean, I'm guessing. And that's why he's laughing. But anyway, Jean asks him to turn on his camera so he can see Nubsib's room. And Nubsib's like, no, you have to come visit me to see my room. And then he says, well, did you have a long drive? And Nubsib just starts laughing. And I'm going, Nubsib bought the apartment right next to Jean, I'm guessing. And lo and behold, Jean um, goes out for morning coffee on his balcony and ends up turning and seeing that Nubsib has bought the apartment right next to his. Because a year before, Nubsib had come back to Bangkok, found out where Jean lived, and decided to buy the apartment, the condo, right next to Jean's. Yeah. And he also found out that Jean was working on the Bad Engineer series for making it for a film, and he decided to try out for that so that he could then meet Jean that way. And so you have this moment where um, Jean is sitting there going, um... 
he bought the apartment right next to me. We then go to Jean and Nobsib are at a fan meet, and this was really annoying to Anna. I'm just going to put the huge thing out here. I do not get the whole fangirl thing. I think there's so much of it that is just really wrong, and I might offend some people out there that like BL, but I'm just saying the whole screaming like a I don't know what kind of person and fantasizing about people who are on screen together, it's just kind of weird. I mean, we don't really do that with rom-coms too much anymore, I don't think. So why are we doing it to BL drama? It just doesn't make sense to Anna at all. I mean, no offense. I'm just saying this is really weird and seems a little wrong for the actors to have to put up with. But anyway, Jean and Nubsib A and the third actor in the series, who I cannot think of, as well as the director, are on the stage and some people want to have a picture of Jean with Nubsib. So they get those pictures, but then some other fangirls are upset because they want a picture of Nubsib with Aoi. And this causes a rift between Aoi, Nubsib, and Jean. And Aoi, who I think is a rather um, mentally derailed human being, would be a nice word for it. You can think of another word which John is not going to say, and I'm sure whatever word you're thinking of is quite applicable for him. But, you know... Aoi is just a nasty person. And yeah, I know life dumped on him, but life dumps on people and they don't turn out that way. But anyway, once he finds out that Nubsib and Jean are together, he basically corners Jean in a bathroom and starts lambasting his character. This was a really bad decision for Aoi, in my personal opinion, because number one, Aoi is a very small person and Nubsib could like crunch him in the back alley if he felt so inclined, which I don't mean it weird, but with Nubsib's character, you never know on that deal. So I'm like, I wouldn't go make a Nubsib mad. That's a really bad decision, Aoi. Especially when it comes to Gene. I mean, this is just really stupid. And not that Nubsib would be appropriate doing that. I'm just saying I totally can see Nubsib doing something like that. But anyway, Nubsib has warned Aoi to leave Jean alone, and Aoi has decided to corner him in the bathroom, basically saying, you're dishonest, um, you knew I wanted to be with Nubsib, but you're with Nubsib, da, 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 da. Okay, I would like to also point out here that Nubsib and Jean aren't technically dating yet at this point either, so um, they're not technically together, and even if they were technically together, um, it's really none of Aori's business since Nubsib didn't want to be with him in the first place. I mean, no offense, I'm just saying. So anyway, Nubsib ends up coming into the bathroom and seeing that Jean is in distress because Aori is bothering him. He basically extracts Jean from the situation and says, Aori, we talked about this and I'm not going to give you another warning. So you need to realize that this is not going to fly. Um, it's at this point that Jean kind of comes a little unglued at Nubsib once they leave the um, bathroom. And he says, I can take over. He says, Jean, this doesn't have to do with you being older than me. This doesn't have to do with you being weak. This has to do with Aoi as a very bad person. And you do not need to be alone with him because he could do something that would be very bad to you. And that is not something that I want to have to worry about happening to you. And so... All you know is that Nubsib and Jean have, uh, Nubsib and Aoi have discussed this, and for some reason, Nubsib is very concerned that Aoi could bother him in a way that could be dangerous. I 
totally get that because a Aoi is is slightly psychotic. I mean, no offense, he really is not okay. And so with that in mind, you really don't know what he's going to try to do. And so with that, I'm going, I think Nubsib's got a very valid point for being a little concerned for Jean. Um, I also want to just leave a little bit of an addendum here that there is a scene right before they have this family, etc., where Jean and Nubsib meet um, Nubsib's brother, who Jean grew up with because he was about the same age as Nubsib's brother, who's, I would say, five years older than Nubsib, maybe six years older than Nubsib. But anyway, Jean's, uh, Nubsib's brother comes to meet Nubsib and realizes that Jean is in the same complex of Nubsib. And I don't mean, I think it's hilarious because Jap, Jean's brother, knows that Nubsib wants to be with Jean. Jean, Nubsib's brother, knows that Nubsib wants to be with Jean. Basically, everyone in Jean's family knows that Nubsib wants to be with Jean, except Jean and Jean right now. So anyway, I'm not sure the parents know because um, I think there's a little bit of dysfunction between Jean and his family's parents and Nubsib and his parents as well. So I don't know about that, but all the siblings know that Nubsib wants to be with Jean. So anyway, it's quite funny because um, Nubsib's brother's like, oh, you happen to live in the same complex as Jean. This is interesting. Oh, you happen to live right next door to Jean, Nubsib. Fancy that. <laughs> and at the end of the day, um, they make him some food, the brother of Nubsib, to eat dinner with them. And Nubsib's brother has a moment where he talks with um, Jean because Nubsib is stepped out to do something. And he says, are you and my brother um, dating yet, Gene? Uh, and he says, no, no, we're not dating yet. And he says, well, it's only a matter of time. My brother has been certain he's going to get you. And, you know, I'm sure he will persist until he wins you over. <laughs> and at this point that he says, you know what, Gene, when you guys do decide to get together, do go with my brother and talk to my family so that, you know, we all have this it's all on the up and up. So no one's in for a big surprise. He says, you know what? My mom's going to be so happy that you're in our family because she's loved you since you were a kid. So this is not going to be a problem for her. And, you know, our dad, he'll basically get over it or he won't and it'll be fine. But he says, you know, when that does occur, please go talk to my family with Nubsib so that, you know, we can discuss this. And Jean's very uncomfortable because... I think that Jean's got two different things going on here. Number one, I don't think Jean's ever really been in a relationship before of any type, and so he's totally petrified of the whole situation. And number two, I think he's worried that he'll end up hurting Nubsib in some way, and that kind of petrifies him too, because he was always looking out for Nubsib when he was a little kid. And so between those two things, I think he's got major um, fear issues, which I think are extremely you know, they're valid fear issues. But anyway, at the end of the day, he decides to go back to his apartment and Nubsim can tell he's worried. And he says, Gene, what's going on? He says, well, your your brother wants me to go with you to talk to our parents when um, you and I would become a couple. And Nubsim's like, I think that's a great idea, Gene. And he says, uh, yeah, I know you think that's a great idea, Nubsim, but that's not the issue right now. I'm not here to talk about whether you think that's a great idea or not, basically. And Nubsim's like, you know what? We don't have to talk about that right now. He said, you know, we don't even have to talk about, you know, if we're in a relationship or not, because we're not in a relationship right now. We're leaving that out for an option, but you're not dating me. I'm not dating you. We're just leaving that out for an option. 
And he says, the main thing is, is that once you can trust me and you know that everything's okay, then we'll both go to talk to our parents and it will be okay. And I really, again, I liked this scene as well. I mean, this drama series, Anna had major trouble with episode one through six. I mean, I found some of those episodes positively revolting and I stand by my verdict on that because they were some of them positively revolting. I also really hate how in this series we're showing the making of BL drama to be about people who are basically, in my opinion, extremely abusive, very wrong relationships, um, physically, mentally, emotionally. I I'm totally concur that there are some BL dramas that show these kind of relationships. I don't watch those BL dramas, and I don't think they make up a majority of them either from the ones I've seen that are popular right now, I would say you know, I really don't think hardly any of them show abusive relationships. In fact, that's one of the reasons I tend to like BL dramas, because they tend to show pretty healthy relationships. But I really don't like that part of it. I also do not like that we are showing that um, BL drama novels are NC-17, which, I mean, I totally concur that some of them might be, but I would certainly hope that not all of them are. And again, I do not review BL drama novels, or BL novels because of this same issue, because I don't think we should be putting certain things in print that, you know, we wouldn't be reading aloud to the kitties. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, I do have to say that some of those um, novels, which I will not read, have been made into some really good BL dramas, which I greatly enjoy the um, productions, but I will never read the original book they were based off of. But you know, I really think that it's good to shed light on some aspects of the BL drama world so that people maybe think about things a little different, like the whole fangirl thing, the whole NC-17 scenes, the whole, you know, the, the abusive relationships that are in some of these. Is that really what we want to be promoting in this world where we already have enough violence and disaster in relationships? And I think these are really good questions. I also think that at the end of the day, the development between Nubsib and Jean is really neat to see in these last two episodes, episode seven and episode eight, because they're finally being completely honest with each other. And I think when people can be completely honest with each other and know that, you know, they have really nothing to gain and everything to lose by their honesty is when sometimes really cool things can happen. And I'm going to be kind of curious to see like how the next episode progresses, what's going to happen there. I'm really hoping we don't go into something that's uber inappropriate because the preview for episode nine does not look very promising, peeps. I mean, I'll be the first to and I'm like, this does not look like it's going to be okay. But I will say, you know, the preview for episode eight had scenes in it that weren't even in episode eight, which I thought was really weird. Like, Nubsib packing up his stuff and whining about it, that wasn't in episode eight at all. So maybe this whole scene where Gene uh, throws Nubsib on the bed when he's had way too much to drink, that I'm hoping is not in episode nine, peeps. But you know, I don't know. But we're going to see. I will be leaving a review of it unless it's absolutely dreadful, which I really don't think it's probably going to be. But anyway, and that is my review of episode eight of Lovely Rider. Again, I would definitely recommend episode seven and eight. The rest of the series, I can honestly say you probably could skip the whole 
bloody business because they really weren't that awesome. I mean, and I don't think it really, like, it's kind of like Tan Han Chanlati, for those of you who watch Tan Han Chanlati. The last four episodes were pretty good. The rest of them were just really, really bad. And a lot of people, other than me, were not happy with the way that turned out. But anyway, I do have to say, like, episode, uh, you know, the last four of Tan Han Chanlati, those were good. But the rest of them, and it's kind of like that with Lovely Rider. I think probably the last six episodes are going to be good. The first six kind of suck brick. So there you go. And with that, on and out. Check it at the round table. Bye.